Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So a woman in New Hampshire has miraculously survived after falling into a garbage truck and being compacted several times along with neighborhood trash. (laughs) I want to know, first of all, how she got in the dumpster. According to this, the 60-year-old woman uh, was thrown from a dumpster into the garbage truck. Okay, now the garbage was reportedly compacted up to four times in the back of this truck before the driver said, oh, I got a camera back there. I noticed. Oh, my gosh, what's going on back there? Neighbors reported hearing the screaming (laughs) coming from inside the garbage truck. And uh, she sounded like she was in agony. Yeah, she was being crushed by garbage. Okay. So uh, we realized someone was in the truck. The truck driver said, yeah, I could hear screaming. Uh, Then after he saw her, like he's up front. So he's here. You hear the compactor out back. I don't expect the truck driver to hear the screaming. But maybe check the camera a couple more times than after four times of crushing. And uh, so they got the firefighters there, and they got her out of the garbage truck. She was fine. Uh, you know, a few minor bumps, bruises, stuff like that. But she wasn't, nothing terrible. Was not in uh, serious condition. They said, the first report said that she was in serious condition. But every report I've read afterwards said she was fine. Now, I want to know, I have a couple questions. First, we don't know how long she was in the dumpster. How do you throw yourself in the dumpster? Did she climb in after something, and then while she was in there, that's when the garbage truck pulled up? And uh, she didn't realize that the garbage truck had pulled up and picked up the cat trash can, couldn't stand up and say, hey, I'm in here? I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. But... But in one story, a lady says that her kids were home from school and they were watching what was going on. And I was like, girls, once you see her come out, I don't want you watching. Why? She's still alive. Girls, this is what happened. Watch how the fire, those fine rescue firemen save people. No, turn away. Don't look. (laughs) The whole thing is just really, really weird. But just know you can survive. You can survive if you put yourself in a dumpster and you get picked up with a garbage truck and then you get compacted in the back of that garbage truck three or four times. You're going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. The State Department has told United States residents traveling to the Bahamas, hey, you know, you should exercise extreme caution in NASA. Yeah, you know, we've had 18 murders since January 1st. Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, today, we may have even had more by today. Today is, if you're listening live, is the 31st of January, 2024. So since January 1, they've had 18 murders yeah, I would uh, I would go there and exercise extreme caution. Murders have occurred in all hours, including a broad daylight on the streets. I guess that would be, you know, all hours. Uh, according to security alert, 
Wow. Uh, retaliatory gang violence has been the primary motive. Uh, the embassy has urged travelers to exercise extreme caution in the eastern part of New Providence Island, Nassau. Use caution when walking or driving at night. Keep a low profile. Be aware of your surroundings. Do not physically resist any robbery attempt. Okay. I'm supposed to just turn my stuff over? Re- yes, you are, Jeff. Review your personal security plans. <laughs> uh, okay. So just uh, be careful. Uh, if you're going headed down to the Bahamas, the picture that they have uh, with the story, they have one, two, three, four, five cruise ships at a dock. It doesn't say the cruise ships have been photographed in the Bahamas. It just has five cruise ships, and they're big old boys too. But they're not as big as the icon of the seas. Uh, the world's largest cruise ship uh, I was ready to set sail from Miami uh, over this past weekend. And we've talked about uh, when they first talked about how that was getting ready to go. Icon of the seas left the port of Miami. I don't know if they're going to NASA or not. If they are uh, and you're on it, heads up. <laughs> so the icon of the seas comes with eight neighborhoods, seven swimming pools, six water slides, a total of 20 decks. It shipped, embarked on its inaugural cruise, seeking to capitalize on surging travel demand. Remarkably, the ship is roughly five times the size of Titanic and has a maximum passenger capacity of 7,600. Now, we've all seen the memes of the, uh, the uh, cruise ship and this is the cruise ship of today, and they have the Titanic. They have the, the top of the is the Titanic, and then look how big the Titanic was. And this is the cruise ship of today. Look how much bigger they are. But I saw one the other day, <laughs> and it might have been a picture of the icon of the seas, and it has a picture of the icon of the seas. We'll just say it was because I don't I don't know that it was. But they have a picture of icon of the seas, and it says uh, 2024, and then at the bottom picture is the Titanic, and it's just the ocean. <laughs> get it it's just you know titanic sunk it's on okay so anyway it costs two billion dollars to build measures 1200 feet 365 meters from bow to stern and weighs 250,800 metric tons wow uh, the biggest baddest ship on the planet according to royal caribbean group ceo jason liberty so just have fun out there okay now the ship built to run on liquefied natural gas which burns more cleanly than other conventional marine fuels but contains high levels of methane <laughs> so they are contributing to climate change my friends <laughs> those bastards <laughs> we have to shut this thing down now, Royal Caribbean says, whoa, 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 whoa. We are doing everything possible to stay within regulations. And uh, that's just, you know, don't worry about it. Everything is fine. Oh, okay. Well, then I believe you. So if you're hitching a ride on the old icon of the seas, you know, take it easy. If you're going to stop off at uh, in the Bahamas in Nassau because uh, things are not safe there right now and they are telling people uh, exercise extreme 
caution. And I would dare to say that if you're going to take the icon of the seas or any of those cruise ships, you may want to take a Jace case along with you just in case. JaceMedical.com. Now, since this December, uh, which is, I don't know, I don't know last month, <laughs> uh, drug shortages hit a record high. And this is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments. There are delays, treatment cancellations, and unfortunate rationing of vital medications. Even drugs as important as uh, the antibiotic amoxicillin are in short supply right now, along with 294 others, actually. Uh, Doctors are even saying, hey, you know, we're forced to make uh, these choices, uh, including uh, which patients will be prioritized to receive potentially curative therapy. And we have to make those decisions because of the shortage. And also, if you're on a trip, let's say in, I don't know, the Bahamas, and you need medicine and you don't know where to go and where to get it, that's what you need the Jace case for. It's a personalized emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections, and Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. They've even added ivermectin as an option in the Jace case. But Jeffy, what if I'm interested on this? Is there like a website? There is. JaceMedical.com What if I need a little bit help because this economy is really bogging me down? Can I save some money with a promo code? You can. You could type in Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y at checkout for a discount on your order. What about if I want that new medicine, Avermectin? Do they have I that already available? said they have it. I said that they have they've added ivermectin. I don't know why you keep asking me. I'll tell you one thing, Chris. I, I know that listen, I know that this particular Jace case right here that I have Belongs in my to hand me. is yours. Yes. Okay? So what you could do is you could uh, I don't know, buy a gift card for your family or loved ones so that they could get a Jace case of their own. What about if I hate this person? Can I get it for that you person? You can still get them for that. So yeah, a loved absolutely. one and hate Loved ones, hate family ones. members, anybody that you hate. If I you, could just get. You could get the Jace case. Yeah, Jace is not, they don't care. JaceMedical.com. Uh, J-A-S-E Medical.com. Promo code Jeffy. JaceMedical.com. All right, so you've already made your plans. You've done your cruise this year. What are you going to do next year? Well, NBC Universal has finally released detailed plans for its new theme park, Universal Epic Universe. It's not going to open until summer of 2025, though. So, yeah, I know. you got to wait till next year. Guests will enter through the Celestial Park, an astronomy-themed centerpiece with water features and a lot of greenery. There will be another Harry Potter land. But unlike the other two at Universal Orlando, it will bring the Ministry of Magic to life. Other sections will include How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke, Dark Universe, focused on the classic Universal movie Monsters, and Super Nintendo World. I mean, I don't know that you need anything else. So Comcast, which owns NBC Universal, said 2023 was the most profitable year for its theme parks division. 
its existing Super Nintendo worlds were, uh, you know, obviously a major factor in that success. So uh, there you go. So you have fun, and uh, you can go to the Universal. Well, it's it's in Orlando, but it's the Universal Epic Universe. And uh, man, what fun it will be for you to go and have a, I don't know, ten, twenty dollar corn dog, and uh, enjoy the fun. So, I know. Go, go now, and have fun. Okay, so how in the world does a judge decide on a pay package for Elon Musk? So I read this, and honestly, I I don't know the answer. I I will look into it for you. We will talk more about this in an upcoming show. Elon Musk is temporarily, according to the story, temporarily no longer the richest man in the world. Okay, so we knew he wasn't the richest man in the world. Anyway, he was just surpassed by what's-his-face from France, and uh, from the Louis Vuitton people. Uh, he, so he was number two anyway. But according to this, a Delaware judge struck down his $55 billion Tesla pay package for being excessive. I want to say F you to this Delaware judge. Why is this going before a judge to begin with? Screw off, judge. It's not up to you. Apparently it is. Uh, what's excessive and what's not. Wow. So Tesla's board now must propose a new compensation plan for its CEO. I mean, what are we even doing? It's his company. The board said, hey, we'll give him a $55 billion package. No, you can't do that, says a judge. So without that $55 billion, that puts him down to $154 billion. So, I mean, that makes him, I mean, that puts him way down the list. <laughs> I mean, we may have to start a GoFundMe for Elon. I don't know. I mean, he may actually have to play the lotto if he's way down to like $154 billion. I mean, no one won the Mega again last night. So, the next drawing is Friday night for $333 million. And uh, the Powerball is tonight at $188 million. So, I'm just saying. Elon may have to play those because uh, he's now, I mean, he's not even number two. At 154, holy cow. Can number one, number one can barely see him down there at 154. Elon, is that you? I can't see you from here. Yeah, tough times. Tough times for Elon. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. The television show Suits. Yes, it can claim one more milestone. It's the most streamed show over the course of a year. And that was, of course, 2023. So I was looking at the list of the most streamed shows. Um, Suits, of course, was, uh, I mean, it set a record for the most weeks. uh, 15, most consecutive weeks. 12 is the number one overall title. Uh, set a record for the biggest single week for an acquired series, then proceeded to break that record three more times in the next three weeks, topping out at 3.88 billion minutes for the week of July 17th through the 23rd. Uh, so as I was looking at the uh, the streaming top tens for 2023, 
So you have the top 10 series and the top 10 original series and the top 10 movies. So the top 10 series overall suits far and away. Uh, Netflix and Peacock. 57.7 billion minutes. <laughs> I mean, I loved Suits. It was a great show. No question. But uh, holy cow. Uh, and that number is coming in at it. Coming in at number two. Bluey on Disney Plus. Oh my gosh. 43.9 billion minutes. Coming in at number three. NCIS. Netflix and Paramount. Yeah, that's still Gibbs. That's still the that's the old NCIS, the original with Gibbs. Uh, 39.4. I like the new NCIS. And they have the new NCIS Hawaii. Not real big on the NCIS down under, whatever it is. But uh, the original NCIS with Gibbs, tremendous. And the latest NCIS without Gibbs, but they tried it. It's a brush with Gibbs. Uh, a brush with Mark Harmon as Gibbs is uh, still, you know, hanging in there okay. And then, uh, what do we have? Then it goes down to Coco Melon, Big Bang Theory, Gilmore Girls, Friends, Heartland, Supernatural. Yeah, Supernatural, huge. Um, that I bet you that was bigger the year before. Uh, $22.8 billion. Then the original series, coming in at number one, which is a surprise since it's on Apple TV. Uh, I'm sorry, Apple TV Plus. Uh, Ted Lasso, uh, 16.9 billion minutes. Wow. Then the Night Agent on Netflix that was really good, fourteen point four billion. Ginny and Georgia, I just I, I I tried a couple times. I'll go I'll get back to it. I guess uh, you know thirteen point eight billion. Virgin River, are you kidding me? That's just a soap opera. I guess that's probably the Ginny and Georgia too. That's just a uh, thirteen point seven billion. Wow. Jack Ryan on Prime, twelve point eight, really good. Uh, the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, twelve point three billion. Outer Banks, yeah, really good. Uh, Gabby's Dollhouse on Netflix, huh? And uh, the Lincoln Lawyer tops out uh, the top ten at eleven point eight billion. Really like the Lincoln Lawyer. Really good. Both seasons really good on Netflix. If you haven't seen it? You should watch it. Uh, as far as uh, movies, Moana, Encanto. Well, you look Mo- Moana and Encanto. Those movies. Okay, so you're looking at. Now, those are both on Disney Plus, 11.6 billion minutes. Okay, so those are movies that parents are putting on and just putting the kids in the playroom. They're putting the movies on and they're just letting the kids play in the playroom with Moana on or Encanto. 100%. Uh, many of those billions of minutes are th- those types of minutes. Uh, Super Mario Brothers at 8.8 billion. Wow. Uh, Elemental. That was okay. Minions, The Rise of Gru, eh. Sing 2, eh. Frozen, eh. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, eh. Avatar, The Way of Water, eh. 6.4 billion. Glass Onion, Knives Out Mystery, eh. 6.3 billion. I mean, those are all okay. Just okay. But they're there. And uh, yes, sadly, I was with many people and added to those billions of minutes with those shows so apparently the big thing now is for hollywood actresses to talk about bad dating uh, and so there's plenty of bad dating plenty of times they swiped right and uh they were bummed out about it so sharon stone uh, you know where you love her uh, apparently she's according to this has not had a ton of luck in the dating department 
that's surprising to me. She's 65 now, and she says that uh, she's actively pursuing a serious relationship, but she's having a hard time finding the right guy. Gosh darn it, Sharon. Man, I'm hoping you find the right guy. So she claims she's active on dating apps, uh, but she's not looking for a quick fling. I didn't want to just go on Tinder and F somebody. You know what I mean? It's so easy to F somebody. You don't have to go on Tinder. You can go to F and Coffee Bean. <laughs> it's not hard. Duh. <laughs> so she went on to talk about some great dating app encounters where uh, she found one man was a convicted felon. Another was a heroin addict who she claimed clearly had 20,000 heroin injections. Oh, okay. He, you know, he, I guess he sent a picture to her. Hey, check out this hot bod full of needles marks, huh? Yeah. Looking pretty hot. (laughs) Uh, She said, I guess she went on a date with them anyway. Why not? Why not? Hey, maybe he'll bring his own heroin and we can share. So they went to the Bel Air. Of course, that's where you'd go. If you want to go out with a guy who's you know is has 20,000 heroin injections, hey, let's take him to the Bel Air in L.A. And then she bailed on him and uh, said he had, we had a cocktail. And then she said, uh, I can't stay. I'm out of here. <laughs> she said, though, she claimed that she had a lot of success with online dating during the pandemic with virtual relationships. Oh, okay. Oh, man, nothing like a little bit of Zoom business going on for Sharon Stone. Oh, yeah. She said she was almost like a therapist. Uh, One whose wife told him she wanted a divorce and they had two little kids. He was struggling to process it. And the other had broken up with his girlfriend. She had gotten pregnant and instead of marrying, she got an abortion. He was still very much in love with her and I helped him process it. It was really rewarding for both of us. I don't know how to explain it. Me either. But you just did. You just did. So according to Sharon, this year she wants to fall in love. 100%. And she just she doesn't look for anything in a potential partner. I never looked for anything because I don't think that's what happens. You're standing somewhere. Someone walks up and starts talking to you. And you turn around and think, What? And the next thing you know, two years have gone by. You don't look for a list and then your list arrives. That's what people who don't have relationships. So they can come. That's what they say. If you do, Oh, I see. I see. That's what people who don't have relationships say. So they can comfort themselves with the fact that they don't have a relationship. Got it. If you don't have a relationship, you make a list of what you're looking for. Okay. All right, Sharon. Well, thank you. I know you've been married before, right? Oh, well, yes, a couple times. Yeah, I married back in the 80s. We were married only for, I don't know, two or three years, and then we got a divorce. And then I married in the 90s. I had a kid, and uh, then we separated, and I finally got a divorce. That was early in the 2000s. And then I adopted a couple of kids, and now I'm just swiping Tinder looking for love. (laughs) That was me saying that, not Sharon. Sharon didn't say that she was just swiping Tinder looking for love. But that's what she's doing. 
So five months since they announced the uh, unionized UPS workers ratified massive five-year labor deal that included massive pay raises. Uh, UPS said, you know what? Um, Yeah, we're going to lay off 12,000 jobs. Um, That's only 14% of our uh, 85,000 management jobs would be cut. So I didn't worry about it, okay? Uh, Chief Executive Officer Carol Tomei was quoted on an earnings call by Bloomberg as saying, job reductions were due to sliding package demand and soaring union labor costs. She said the layoffs would save the company about a billion dollars this year. We're going to fit our organization to our strategy and align our resources against what's wildly important. Wait, what? We're going to fit our organization to our strategy and align our resources against what's widely important. Um, okay. All right. She said that even after shipping volumes grow, these jobs will not come back. Wow. So why don't you just shut up? <laughs> okay. We're laying you off, but you're not coming back. Wow. Thank you, Carol. Uh, Not even a sliver of hope? No. Uh, Once these shipping volumes grow, these jobs are not coming back. It's a change in the way we work. She also ordered workers to return to the office five days a week. Holy cow. That'll teach you. That'll teach you to ask for air conditioning in your trucks. I'll tell you that. Right now, how you liking liking that AC in your trucks? (laughs) Oh, you don't have them yet? Yeah. You don't have AC in your trucks or you don't have a job. Boy, that stinks. That stinks. Same thing with General Motors, though. You know, you union folks. I know. I know. I don't want to badmouth the unions, but, you know, you got. If you're making all this money, but you don't have a job, are you making all this money? I'm just asking. If you're making, you can, you can, you can ask this question on your own, really. If you're making all this money, but you don't have a job, are you making all this money? Go ahead. You can answer it. Go ahead. You can. I'll wait. You're not going to answer it. All right. Fine. Be that way. Oh, wow. Who died today? Who died today? Cheetah Rivera. Cheetah Rivera, dead at the age of 91. Uh, Beloved Broadway star of West Side Story, Chicago, Kiss of the Spider Woman. She died in New York following a brief illness. So it wasn't that. So don't don't even look at me because it was a brief illness. If it was that, they would have said that, right? Her daughter said that uh, she died uh, peacefully. Okay. I mean, she was uh, huge in uh, Broadway. I don't know how many nominations she had for a Tony's, and she's won a special Lifetime Achievement Award in theater. I mean, she was phenomenal. And she was, uh, I know that, uh, remember when they filmed the uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mr. Broadway now, um, he was all excited about having her in his in that movie 
he said, and in fact, he quoted uh, when we filmed the scene, um, she wasn't available for the shoot dates. So I left the chair empty in the diner for the three days of the shoot date. And the whole shoot, people kept trying to move the chair to clear space. And I'd say, no, we're going to get Cheetah. I don't know how, but we're going to do it. So eight months later, during the reshoots, she joined us uh, and held court all day. And he said, uh, she is magnificent, not ready for past tense yet. Oh, no. So Cheetah Rivera, born Dolores Canchita Figueroa del Rivero. Where's Chris at? I need him to... (laughs) <laughs> I need him to pronounce that for me. Uh, she was born in Washington, D.C. She was the third of five children of Pedro Julio and Catherine Del Raviro. Now, she trained as a ballerina and uh, was, uh, I mean, she was remarkable. So, Cheetah Rivera. Cheetah Rivera. Dead. Dead. Keep repeating each word just because for some reason it sounds like, it sounds like I mean it more. If I just repeat each, Cheetah Rivera, Cheetah Rivera, dead, dead, at the age of, at the age of 91, 91, rest in peace, rest in peace. Speaking of uh, old female performers, uh, Joni Mitchell. Uh, Joni Mitchell, at the age of 80, will make her debut Grammys performance this year at the ceremony. Yay! Yay! Now, I'm a, I've been a fan of Joni. You know, I mean, I, I guess I should say a kind of a fan. I was forced to like her over the years. There were some people in and out of my life that were Joni Mitchell fans, so I listened to you know a lot of her stuff. So, But she's agonizing, really, in real life, and she's really old now. I mean, the last time she performed on stage that I saw, she just came out and sat in a chair and strummed her guitar and sang her, I like, paid paradise and put up a parking lot. And I'm sure that she'll do that and everybody will be standing O for Joni. But uh, so the Grammys are coming up, I think, this Sunday. Yeah, they're this Sunday. What am I doing? It's the fourth. Yeah. And so they're gonna the they're gonna have the awards in L.A. Obviously, that's where you know they all hang out. But they were doing a live performance in L.A. But they're also doing a part of it from the Sphere in Vegas. U two is doing something, and I think they're doing some other special thing tied into the broadcast from the Sphere. So that should be kind of cool, actually. I'm very fascinated to see that am i fascinated to see you know all the other dingleberries at the grammys no not really and but you know it'll be fun and i think if i remember right they're starting earlier isn't that what isn't that what they said for the grammys we're going to be at crypto.com in arena plus the sphere stuff and we'll air live at 8 to 11 p.m eastern so that's not any earlier no i mean that's still regular time 8 to 11 eastern yeah 7 central maybe a little earlier we'll see i mean maybe they start used to start later than that but uh so we'll look forward to that i see that uh even the grammys have uh their swag bags that they get the official grammy gifting lounge and the show's uh, presenter and performer gift bags uh they all have 
<laughs> oh my gosh. No matter who wins, the performers as well as the presenters are all going home with a luxury gift bag from Lash Fairies Distinctive Assets. Oh, that's so special. They've been doing that for at least 25 years. That is great. The bags are valued at $36,000. That seems a little chintzy compared to the compared to the Oscars. But uh okay, I mean thank you. I'm still taking it. <laughs> I'm still taking it. $36,000. 145 bags in total. Distinctive Assets is also mounting a gifting lounge that will be open for 3 days of rehearsals. Okay. So that's going to offer a five-piece line of luxury products for a fourth year. Do I get to, do they get to come in and purchase that or is some of that stuff free? Also available in the lounge is the cordless robotic pool cleaner, the Aero Wellness Glutoral Health and Longevity Bundles. Yeah, I think they're they're giving you deals on all this stuff. Okay, but what's in the gift bag? Okay. A uh, vegan beverage product from 1MD Nutrition. <laughs> a book, Fly the Big Book of Basketball Fashion from Artesian Books. Man, I bet you that's good. Uh, portable antimicrobial seats for personal items like purses from Begasay. Uh Vanilla Company Skin Care, Bird Buddy Bird Feeders, Blend Quick Portable Blenders, Brownie Points Sweet Treats, a session with magician and mentalist Carl Reed's Minds. So stay, I'll give a, you can have a session with me. I'll give that away. A session with Jeffy Reed's Minds. <laughs> uh, sustainable skin care from Dancerea. Dyson Zone noise-canceling headphones. Products from Epic Light Beauty. Exclusive access to the VIP life from Fly Life. Mini Furby Furblets, electronic toys, beauty products. All this is just garbage. I mean, beautiful stuff. What am I saying? It's beautiful stuff. Red Light Therapy. Boy, everybody likes that these days. Collagen Gummies by iHerb. Products from uh, I'm a Beauty, Impress Beauty, and now a chocolate skin care by Institutum. A variety pack of Karma Nuts, hair products, Kiss products, Kudo Protein Popcorn, Functional Pancake and Waffle Mixes, L'Oreal Paris Beauty Products, and the game, Monopoly Knockout. To top it off, in your swag bag, you're going to get Monopoly Knockout. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, how bad do you want to be part of the Grammys? I know. Me too. Be sure to follow me on all the social sites uh, at JeffyJFR on X, Jeff Fisher Radio on uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email the show anytime, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. As a matter of fact, you can follow me on those social media sites at any time as well. (laughs) That's the way the internet works. And you can also uh, order a cameo from me at JeffyJFR on Cameo. That's not free. 
I know, I know, but uh, you just order the cameo. Tell me, you know, what you want. Happy, glad, sad, mad, mean. You know, whatever you need. I'm the trained monkey. Order it on Cameo, and then I do it. It's just the way it is. I know, I know, but that's the way it is. At Jeffy JFR on Cameo. Now, we've talked a lot about bad airline behavior. And we knew it was going to happen where there's going to be some... The, it's we're, we're at a crossroads now. There's going to be bad behavior from the customers. We know there's been bad behaviors from the flight attendants, mostly flight attendants, but not, but some pilots involved, but somewhere along the line and the airlines, you know, are, are constantly between struggling with the TSA, then the airlines, it's become more and more of a nightmare to fly these days. That's just my that's the way I look at it. It might not be true, and more and more people are flying. The numbers through the through the turnstiles are are larger than they than they were before the pandemic. So I mean, we're getting we're getting people flying, but it's becoming more of a nightmare. Schedules are tighter, flights are overcrowded, and so uh, there was a story about a guy at Mexi- in Mexico City that uh, opened up the emergency exit. And walked out onto the wing as the plane was parked, waiting to take off. Now, the airlines and the airport said the man has been turned over police. But all the passengers are on his side. (laughs) Uh, We had to wait for four hours on the tarmac without ventilation or water while the flight was delayed. So all the passengers were like, uh, he just wanted to get some air into that plane. And so he kicked open the door and walked out on the wing. The passenger was on a flight to Guatemala and maybe he decided, Hey, I don't want to go to Guatemala. (laughs) Maybe he was on the tarmac in Mexico and said, you know what? Guatemala does not sound like that good a place right now. And, you know, kicked open the emergency door and walked on the wing. Uh, so he opened the emergency door and while it was stationary at a remote position, stood on the wing and then re-entered the cabin without affecting the aircraft or anyone else. (laughs) That's awesome. So he turned himself over to authorities. At least 77 passengers aboard the Aeromexico flight to Guatemala signed a statement handwritten on notebook paper, photos of which were posted on social media supporting the man's actions. The delay and lack of air created conditions that endangered the health of passengers. He saved our lives. So, there you go. <laughs> Wingwalker was good to go. Okay? Don't you worry about it. How about you just shut up? I, 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 would be, I would be out of my mind. Out of my mind. Just sitting on the tarmac, waiting to take off for four hours? Four hours? Come on now. Come on, something's got to be done. You got to do crack a window, you know, open a open a vent, do something, because that is a nightmare, man. I'm I'm with you. Oh, kick open the door, let some air in, take a little walk on the wing, and then you know get back in. It's all good. Don't worry about it. If they have a problem with it, they can confront you later. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, did you see where? Uh, we're talking about now uh, TikTok is kind of uh, pushing the limit. You know, I thanked 
today earlier on uh, my Chewing the Fat segment on Pat Unleashed, I thanked Amazon. I may have thanked them yesterday as well. I don't remember if I thanked them on on the show or not for raising their prices because I was sick of watching shows on Amazon Prime without commercials. Man, was I sick of that. I was sick of paying for Amazon Prime to have packages, have the, the, I'm having the, the goodness of Amazon's heart to deliver packages to me after I pay for them right to my house. And, uh, then on their, on their prime video service, I was able to watch shows on there without commercials. That was so nice. Cause I, that was a privilege for me to pay them to make that happen. Well, now they've decided that they're going to charge for commercials and, uh, limited commercials on Amazon prime, unless I pay them another $3 a month, man, that ticks me off. I don't know. It's just, it just ticks me off. I know why they should have just raised their prices another $3 a month for Amazon prime. And I would have went with it. And they would have just said, Hey, uh, three, we're charging you $3 more a month for Amazon prime. And it's because we don't want to give you commercials in ads, Well, they didn't do that. What they did was screw you. We're going to charge you $3 a month. Or you're going to get ads because we actually don't want you to pay for no ads. We want you to live through the ads because we're going to make more money with the ads than we are going to make from the $3 a month that you're going to pay us to not watch ads. That's what they want. It's just, uh, it just ticks me. But thank you. Thank you, Amazon. I appreciate it. But I see where TikTok now is testing out a new feature that will automatically identify products and videos and allow users to click into a page that displays similar items for sale. Uh, the feature is part of TikTok Shop, the app's e-commerce platform that launched last year. It's going to combine the ease of shopping on a platform like Amazon with recommendations from TikTok influencers. So I, I, I always like the idea of being able to go to a website and watch a show and say, man, that I like that chair. I like that sweater. I like those shoes. I like that pillow. I like that picture frame. Whatever the case is. And click on it and then be able to purchase it. I love that. We should be doing that here on The Blaze. 100%. People should watch The Blaze and be able to click on an item and purchase that item. Like the desk I'm sitting at. This stupid, ugly desk. But if you like it, you should be able to click on it and buy one. Have it delivered to your house. Or go pick one up down in Nebraska Furniture or wherever they sell them. Uh, It's fine with that. But this is surprising that they say that you'll be able to, they'll display similar items for sale. So not like, ooh, I like that pillow. So if I click on the pillow, then it's going to bring me up a page of full of TikTok pillows. Not that particular pillow. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess they're targeting $17.5 billion in sales in 2024, relying on e-commerce to sustain revenue growth beyond social media advertising okay uh we'll see i I don't know that 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 is going to work or not i I instagram tried that for a little while people got pissed uh they removed it pretty fast because uh instagram was like hey we don't like seeing that uh from our uh ig's main focus and uh we just we we can we don't want to we don't want to see it on our pages okay uh, so we'll see if it works. I, I I don't know if it will or not. I mean, TikTok, all those those TikTok channels that sell the bags of magic rocks and the magic stones stuff. That's all. That's all. That's all. Tick. Those are all TikTok people. 
TikTok making all kinds of money from that crap. Just, it's, it's never enough. You know what? That's what the problem is. It's never enough. Well, it's going to have to be today, my friends. Okay? It's going to have to be today. It's, it's, that's going to have to be enough. Just going to have to wrap this thing up today, all right? And I'll leave you with the joke of the day. This actually, I did LOL at this. <laughs> uh, myself, all myself. I LOL. Uh, that happens a lot to me, actually. I read these uh, early in the morning. I'm drinking my coffee, half asleep, going through, looking for jokes. And uh, then I, when I, if I laugh out loud, it's worthy enough for you and worthy enough for chewing the fat, okay? My wife yelled from the bedroom asking, do you ever get a shooting pain across your body like someone's got a voodoo doll of you and they're stabbing it? And I replied, no. She yelled back, how about now? How about now? See, she had a, she had, she had a, she had a doll and she was, Ah, you get it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.